There are some things I wish I had known when I was starting out as a newbie artist, as a beginner artist who's young and naive. I'm still young to be honest, but uh, you know, who's a lot more naive and super optimistic than I am right now. He's like the kind of guy who's like, the world is my oyster and I am gonna conquer the world type guy. You know, but during that phase, I wish I had known something. So during that phase, I wish I had known some things, some things that would have made my life a lot less miserable. Yes, if I just had a hint or a clue of what these things were, my life could have sort of been less miserable. You know, I wouldn't have been like Superman, but you know, things would have been a lot more easier. So that's what I'm gonna do today. I'm gonna share with you guys five things that I wish I had known as a young newbie beginner artist. And we're gonna draw some stuff while we're doing that. I'd suggest that you grab yourself your sketchbook or your pencil and just draw along with me while I, you know, talk about this stuff, man. Like, uh, yeah, you know, like get some drawing in. With that said, the piece that I'm working on is like a bunch of faces that I've been drawing for a digital course that I'm working on, on drawing heads and faces. It's called the easy guide to drawing heads and faces. And I'm working on that course and I just want to, I just want to draw a bunch of cartoony heads and faces for that thing and see how things work out. And the funny thing is I just screwed up the very first head on this piece because I was using the wrong ink, wrong pen. I was using a new pen that I wasn't used to using and I just used that pen and yeah, the, the, the ink started flowing, I st the thing, it started mud smudging and yeah, I just messed it up. Anyways, I drew the thing, the first phase again at the end and I'll show you all that things, all that. So anyways, let's get into the five things I wish I had known when I was started, uh, when I started. Why, why am I so blabbery these days? Okay. Number one, you don't have to have all of it figured out. This is like one of the biggest pieces of things I wish I had known when I was starting out. I wish someone had told me that buddy, that feeling that you have, that feeling that you have where you're feeling lost and not knowing what to do, you don't have to have it figured out. It's okay, it's okay to feel that way because you're always being told, you know, there was this thing back in the day, or it's still there is, to be honest, that the, the thing is, you have to have some sort of like a five-year plan or like a 10-year plan where you have to know what you're going to do in five years or where you're going to be in 10 years. And if you don't know what, you, what you're going to do in five years, you're like a loser. You know, man, you, you, you're not doing things right, buddy boy. And that sort of scared me. And I thought that's how things are supposed to be. And I didn't know where I wanted to be in five years. Heck, I didn't even know what I wanted to be in six months back then. I still don't actually, even now. I do have an idea. I do have a vision. And I think that's how most people that I know go about it. Like people like Tim Ferriss and Gary Vaynerchuk, who are like big time entrepreneurs. And even they said having a five-year plan in this current day and age is impractical. It's okay to not know where you're going to be exactly in five years. It's good to have a vision of where you want to be, but when you make progress, when you take steps towards your life, things start changing, where you want to be starts changing, and it's okay. It's okay to, to sort of 
feel that and have that and know that. So it's okay to be sort of have that feeling of lostness. Is that what you call it? No, it's okay to feel lost a bit. So you don't have to have all of it figured out. It's okay, just chill and relax. That's all I would say to that young 19-year-old Keshav. Yep. Number two is passion is overrated. Yes, I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. And I think one of the worst pieces of advice that I've got was that you have to figure out your passion you have to find your thing, man. You got to find your thing before you got to go and do stuff in the world. Yeah, this is like a bad advice. This, this, trust me, this is bad advice. I didn't start my life. I didn't start doing things because I was actually looking and searching for what my thing was and had this false sense of standard when I was searching for my thing. I thought when I sort of found my passion or found my thing, I feel the sense of butterflies in my tummies and how I would have this sort of like a uh, thing that's going on top of my head. Everything is bursting and exploding and I'm, I'm floating in this cloud of joy or something like that and holy crap man reality is way way different than your fantasy and yes it, it it's nothing like that and passion what i've learned now is passion is not something that you find it's something that you develop i read a book a couple of years back called so good they can't ignore you by cal newport and one of the pieces of advice i got from that book which really angered me at that point and which i didn't really agree with at that point was stop trying to follow your passion or stop trying to find your passion actually following your passion is good finding your passion or trying to find your passion when you're 19 years old or 21 years old or 25 years old is not a great idea because like i told you passion is something that you sort of develop over time it's like you go through a bunch of experiences and you build upon that and that will eventually lead you to find your passion Technically, you're sort of building your fashion, then not fashion, passion, <laughs> then finding your passion. Yeah, you could also find your fashion too. You know, you could, you could probably be a runway model at some point. Who knows? I don't know, right? But yes, passion is something that you develop, not find. And to that 19-year-old kid, I'd say, instead of trying to find your passion, do something else, which is, do a bunch of things that you like. Find something that you remotely like or sort of like, you know, and work on it. Focus on that thing hard for the next three to six months or two year or whatever time frame that you can stick to and just focus on that and just go all in on that. And that is what I would tell to that kid. Passion is overrated in this thing because we live in a society where we judge our work fulfillment with Passion as a main standard, how we feel day to day, you know, on a daily basis. That is weird. That's not how things work. You feel good sometimes, you don't feel good sometimes. That's like a weird way to judge things. Instead, if you're passionate about your work on the long run, that is good. If you're judging by judging your work on a day to day basis on how you feel, how that work is, that is not a great idea. So, buddy, passion is overrated. Stop trying to find your passion, instead build your passion. And on that note, number three would be to keep moving. 
In the words of Finding Dory, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. But that's a great life advice. Trust me, just keep swimming. If you're lost, if you don't know what to do, just keep swimming. Take up projects, take up a drawing challenge, take up a thing that you find useful. Do something useful. Find something that you, you know, want to do in your own life. Pick something and do that thing. Do something useful if you don't know what your passion is or if you're feeling lost. Because I was sort of felt, felt, I felt lost for a very long time in my life. And I didn't know that it was actually normal to feel lost because you're sort of finding yourself. And that's the point of being lost. You find yourself, right? And you know, when that happens, all you have to do is just keep swimming, just keep moving, just keep doing stuff because work will reveal the thing that you want to find. And that's like a big mantra, work always sort things out you know putting work in doing stuff in if, if, you, if you go in a direction if you find that direction to be wrong you can actually come back and go in another direction but if you're just sitting in one place and trying to move without starting the engine you're just wasting your time you're trying to drive a car that isn't moving you're trying to steer a ship that isn't moving you're just like here steering but it isn't moving, none of it is moving. What's the point of you steering if the car isn't moving? So keep moving, M move, do stuff. That's just keep swimming, man, just keep swimming. For those who are wondering why I'm looking over there, I don't know, for some reason, if I look at the camera, I'm not able to think, and I, I think better when I just look at a random place and it's just like, I'm, and the words are flowing through me, man. The words are flowing through me, hallelujah. <laughs> okay, number four. Comparison is the enemy. Jesus, man, seriously, or women, seriously, stop comparing yourself to all those Instagram artists and people you find yourself on the internet. What you are looking on the internet or you know, in books and TVs and stuff is just a highlight reel. You're seeing the very best of that person. When people see me or my Instagram account or my YouTube account, they think of me this highly positive, highly motivated, happy-go-lucky guy who's always good, who doesn't have an ounce of darkness in his heart. That is so not true. I'm as dark as they come. <laughs> I'm just telling you, the thing is, you're seeing a highlight reel. You're seeing a reel which just shows the best of the best of that person. They're painting a picture. No matter how hard they try to be authentic, no matter how hard they try to share the low stuff, the low points in life, the stuff you see on social media, it's, it's not reality. Reality is a lot different. You know, ask the people who have met me in real life. They would say, Keshav is a very bad person. I'm just kidding, they wouldn't say that. Uh, but they, they, you know, the, the, the stardom, no, no, what, what am I saying? No, for example, the person who was editing this video, Varun, right? You know, he, he, when he saw me through YouTube, he had a different perspective of me than when he came to know about me in person, in real life, when we formed a relationship, uh, a work relationship, of course, <laughs> uh, you know? Things change. Things change. The, the way he looked at me as a person changes. And uh, that's how things work. Uh, and, and it's dumb to compare yourself to that unrealistic 
picture that you are seeing on the internet it it, it is it is not possible for you to live up to that it is it's highly impossible so here's another thing that you can do instead instead of trying to compare yourself to the other artists that you find on the internet try to compare yourself to your art that you made yesterday try to make your art a little bit better than yesterday because trust me that has actually led me to improve my art way 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 better than me trying to compete with other artists and trying to put myself ahead of them you know competing with myself has actually worked a lot better than competing with look listen it is good to compete with other people it is good to have some standards that you can look up to or like a person that you can cross or move above you know that's that's like the spirit of competition but you know when that thing turns unrealistic uh, yeah, you you gotta find yourself in a pit. You gotta find yourself demotivated. You you just comparing yourself to other people, and that's gonna kill your creativity. And and, and you you just done. You just done, man. It's all there is to it, buddy. You can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> okay, number five. Expectations kills creativity. Here's the biggest lesson that I've learned in the past two years. And it is this, we rise to the level of, no, you know what, we, let's do that again, Varun, yeah. That's the quote part, and do that. We don't rise to the level of our expectations, we fall to the level of our standards. Yes. This is a quote by a by an ancient Stoic philosopher whose name I can't pronounce. Maybe Varun can look that up and put it on there. So Varun, buddy boy, do that. And uh, yeah, the thing is, the expectation that you have in your head is just that expectations. There is no the point to having those things. There is a point, you know. Look, it is good to expect something of yourself. Again, since we are all artists, we are all extremists. We go hard or go home types. Your type A personalities who wants to conquer the world and be the next Steve Jobs and you know rule the world and be the Elon Musk and send our mars rover to pluto or something i don't know uh thing is we are we, we are type a personalities and that le leads us to think in extreme ways and having expectations having some sort of expectations on how your life should be how your art should be how things should be is is not in your control you can expect stuff in your head but in reality those things will only come true if you actually put in the work that's why that ancient wise old philosopher said we don't rise to the level of our expectations we rather fall to the level of our training what we do is way more important than the expectations that we have in our head i can expect to deadlift or lift 100 kilos in the gym today but i can only lift as much as my training allows me to do having good expectations gives you a goal that's a different thing having a goal is different than having an expectations having an expectation is like if you don't hit that expectation you feel like a loser having a goal is like something to aim towards that's a different thing and expectations having expectations in my experience has always killed creativity rather what i would say is just 
take your sketchbooks and pens and your pencils and make the art that you want to make and just go with the flow and put the best effort that you can put in that moment and when you do that the best work that you can create in that point of time will emerge and that's all you can control and you can try the next day and you can try another day you can keep trying and you'll hit at some point you know that all that practice will add up and it'll come to your you know aid at some point and that's all you can do because all that expectations that you have in your head isn't going to help it isn't going to help at all like not even a little bit but your practice your work the work that you put in that will help you so yeah those are the five things i wish i had known when i was a young newbie beginner artist and uh, you know yeah if i had known these things life would have been a lot less miserable i, I the thing is knowing something doesn't mean that you know something meaning you can know something logically but truly knowing something truly being aware of something is like way 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 different and the way you do that is by constantly keeping pressure on these mindsets and you know applying or trying to apply those mindsets on your day to day basis and eventually those things became uh, become ingrained into yourself as a core belief that you have so that's all you can do at the end of the day you know you just keep talking about this to yourself and to other people and hopefully one day you'll wake up and you'll be superman like me <laughs> anyways yeah i'm just kidding thank you for watching i'll see you guys next week bye bye